Yeah, so my my question is like how does like how does it go up though? Like I mean I understand like as more people use Bitcoin as a currency, like like how does it go up? How is it is you know like a stock a stock you're investing in a company making money off of their product, right? With Bitcoin, it's just it's just a currency. So it's like that's all it is. So Bitcoin is the intersection between currency, which is dollars, stocks, which are stocks that we talked about, and then um, uh, technology. So it's 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 the well, that's what cryptocurrency is, not necessarily Bitcoin. So those things at those intersections or intersectionality and all that good stuff, Bitcoin can go up for any one of those things. So right now, what Bitcoin needs is for people to use it like a currency. So the more and more people start taking Bitcoin and using Bitcoin, then it goes up because Bitcoin has a a, a built-in uh, scarcity factor. So it's only so many Bitcoins. Let's say it's like 10 Bitcoins out there. So once people start using it and it's scarce, then it makes things a zero-sum game. So if you don't have Bitcoin, then you can't spend it. You see what I mean? But the thing about Bitcoin is it's fractional. So you don't have to have a whole Bitcoin. You can have point zero 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 one percent of a Bitcoin. So the so the market cap, like a stock on Bitcoin, will go up the more people use it. Yeah, I bought <laughs> three dollars worth, which is probably point zero 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 one of a Bitcoin. Yeah, so that's it. it you got to watch a documentary. I, I would be lying if I say I can explain it. Completely. Well, see, I, I watched one, and and the, what I got from it was like Bitcoin was uh like essentially a let like mining Bitcoin. The reason why it was you should use Bitcoin is because it has a ledger that everybody has access to. Right. Meaning, like nobody can steal or or fraud fraudulent fraudulently. Like do Bitcoin because right. that you ledger, it. right? Because you're like, it's it's the ledger is being passed along everybody who mines it, and that's the reason why you're mining it and you get paid for mining it, right? Right. Okay. I get that part. It's just like, I guess, I guess it. it you can also buy shit with Bitcoin that you can't buy shit with money for, like drugs and shit like that, and women. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's a it's a full conversation on Bitcoin. I'm not an expert. I just have a miner, and I mine ether. So yeah, but yeah, I, def- the- I heard that it was definitely using Bitcoin on the dark web. Yes, because it's untraceable. Yeah. So having an untraceable currency, so like with dollars and all that. So it's it goes into fiat currencies and all this good stuff. And then at the end of the day, I will say with quantum computers, when they come out, then Bitcoin will have a problem because then you can technically counterfeit bitcoin because then you won't necessarily need a ledger because you got a quantum computer but the quantum computers now they damn near like ENIAC like every quantum computer that they have is like big as shit it's like the size of a house or a, a whatever. old school supercomputers yeah them. so you have you've, you've had a yeah. miner for at least a year because you've had a miner since before we started this podcast yes has it has it Made you your investment back? Yes. Well, when I sell it, I can I can sell it now and then make my money back. Okay. So if I sold it, so it's like buying a used car. I could sell it used and still make money. You see what I mean? But or I can have it mine and then continue to slowly make the money. But is is, but it is giving you like some type of residual income. It is giving me some type of return. Okay, gotcha. And then that return that that return determines on is determined by how much. Ethereum is so Ethereum has gone is going up. All cryptos have been going up recently though because of coronavirus and people thinking the world ending and the <laughs> stock market going up and all that good stuff. So, got you. Yeah. All right, but yeah, that's a, that's all I got on Bitcoin. So please don't <laughs> ask me any more questions. Well, that is the most intricate intro to my homeboys podcast. Right. We ever had, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I know people be like when they put when they turn on the podcast, you go hear some weird shit at the beginning. Like, <laughs> the, the fuck is this shit? Our, our intro is never what the show is about. Exit. Well, <laughs> I feel like we can tie this one into a conversation, but yeah, let's, we could. let's let's do the intro first. All right. All right.
So uh, go ahead. No, 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 no. We're going to let our special guest, Napoleon, start it off. Okay, okay. He don't be here with us no more, man. Napoleon, man, y'all tripping. I do be here. What you talking about? I'm here. He be I'm here. here in spirit. Call them one week. <laughs> hey, hey man, but it won't it won't hit the internet without Napoleon, though. It's true. So, it's true. Y'all had too much debauchery going on that week. I couldn't be around the 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 uh the the po- the bachelor podcast yeah no I think your your I, uh your sales was exposed to some debauchery that way and I heard y'all had strippers you know what I'm saying yeah you heard a lot girls <laughs> girls falling from the ceiling champagne <laughs> that's what I wanted us to have but you know Corona. some of the Suns players coming in <laughs> oh come on man <laughs> no but this is uh, uh my homeboy uh. Pretty fly for a fat guy, aka Mister One Hundred and Twenty One Dreams, aka E Money Bags. Yeah, this is my homeboy Antoine, Mister. I'm newly married, and everything in Texas. My, I'm, wife. my wife. My wife. <laughs> I'm one of them girls on the internet, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everything be like, yeah, my wife. Yeah, 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 she yeah. don't have no name no more. Her uh-huh. name is wife. <laughs> now, so every tech, if he ever talking about it, his wife, which is a good thing. I've been in Zoom meetings with my my finger just up to the camera. Oh, oh, that's just my wedding ring. My bad. My bad. <laughs> But this is my homeboy N underscore Dynamite underscore my homeboy uh, three foot tall Napoleon my homeboy I, I, I ran out of nicknames I'm sorry hey man it worked hey <laughs> my homeboy Napoleon in the house hey and this is get extra cheesy with it my, my homeboys, homeboys podcast. Podcast. podcast I don't care what you say about that yeah okay well since <laughs> since, we, since we started off talking about money. You know, I don't. You know, we might as well keep talking about hey, money, yeah. man. You want to? You want to? You want to talk about that money? Yeah, we yeah. got a we got a few money topics. Like you got some money topics. So but which which you you got the list, homie? Which money? We, topic we gonna talk. Going to first? Well, if if it's cool, okay. I, I, I know I'll right, be yeah. taking over. Now you know. No, no, I'm no. Not, I'm sorry. And this is Eric and his homeboys podcast. Like subscribe. Nah, so I'm gonna take a back seat. No, no, no. You good? Do you, homie? All right, so since we talk about money, let's talk about these goddamn SBA lines. Ah, okay, you did. You chose the one I was thinking. Yeah. I, I kind of want to talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about these SBA loans and these grants and everything that everybody is, not everybody, because motherfuckers wouldn't give me one, so I'm a little salty. <laughs> I'm about to say, because my homeboy worked for Wells Fargo, and he said there's a lot of denials out there. You yeah. got to fill that paperwork out a certain way. Uh, you do, and I found out the hard way because I was and when you told me about the uh, EIDL, I had got all excited. I, that night, I had ran through. They sent me that message. It was like, yeah, so um, this doesn't match. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need you to resolve this before we can send you some money. Then I couldn't even get into the fucking um, shit with my information, so I just I had to take that L. I did a whole nother application, whole nother one. It was like, yeah. We already got one on file for you. So <laughs> they hit me with the same name, bro. Dang, bro. Then I waited like three weeks to a month later and did a whole nother application. It was like, oh yeah, your business doesn't have the credit um history that we're looking for. So we can't send you no money. Yeah, you gotta call an appeal. So I end up calling. So I, same thing happened to me. I got denied. I did another one that was like, nah, we you already applied. We said no. And I, I ended up calling. So, at first, the lines was on, oh, on I, go, bro. Like, you could not get through. You were just <sighs> waiting online forever. But I ended up calling. So, I found out, like, you can appeal it, but you got, like, six months from your denial yeah. date to yeah. appeal it. That so, first time I called, man, I literally, my phone was on hold, on speaker for an hour. Exactly, yeah. And they just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and that, that was that that pissed me off the most. Like, oh yeah, don't don't just hang up on me. I was on hold, totally unrelated. I was on hold for an hour on some government, like call the government. Somebody picked up, spoke to somebody in the background. Yeah, 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 uh huh, and hung up on. Yeah, me. <laughs> that shit like, is happening. <laughs> oh yeah, I was heated. I was fucking heated. Cause it's like, bro, I just spent an hour. You know how when you be on hold for some shit, you need like. You literally, you can't really focus on nothing else because you like, if they answer the phone, you you got to be on that motherfucker. Right. The music so, stopped playing and it'd be like a bullshit ass message talk, oh, talking. Man. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, 
it's people out here getting these SBA loans, and these niggas is is it's balling right now. SBA balling, right? SBA <laughs> balling, hey buddy, balling right. like a big shot, right? <laughs> I, I tune up like. No, no. <laughs> I I hope these people is actually like investing this money in their business and in their brand. You know what I'm saying? Because this is an opportunity that don't really like. It, it it the SBA is always there, but like they ain't been giving out money in the way they're giving out money right now. Yes, and the not. ease of it because I I do know people who have like. I think my problem was I didn't say I had lost enough money the first time I filled out the application because other people who had put that shit down they literally got cut like ten twenty thousand dollars checks. But Man. those are the loans, though, right? Yeah, but the yeah, the, the terms of the loans is so fucking sweet. Like, yeah, you it's, go it's, pre- it's pretty much a house loan. Like, right. so you getting a, a house, you getting twenty thousand, thirty thousand, forty thousand. I seen one chick on Facebook. She got a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and it's like a three point four interest rate, and the first payment in due to like May twenty twenty one, and you got thirty years to pay on it. So yeah. we're talking about these people getting ten. They payments ain't nothing but seventy eight dollars a month. Right. Seventy eight dollars a month, bro. and you, your first payment ain't due until May. <laughs> yeah, of next year. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you can technically, I don't know y'all financial situation, take a loan against your four hundred one k. That interest go directly to you. The only caveat is you can only. Borrow so much from yourself Yeah I've, I've been doing that since day one <laughs> I owe them niggas right now But that, <laughs> It was to speaking of 401k To not change the subject Like the CARES Act also right now Allows you to take $100,000 Up to $100,000 Out of your 401k with, Without paying the 20% penalty up front mm-hmm. So like it's It's dangerous though because yeah. I took I, I I ain't gonna lie I took a good bit But I also used it to pay off some credit shit Because I'm trying to own some stuff You know so like I I used it for a semi-right reason <laughs> And I hope I hope people that's getting these loans Is using them to actually have some You know what I'm saying Some right. longevity to their business And actually taking the money And investing in their business So that it thrives beyond in, in which everybody's not gonna do. I saw the one guy. He uh yeah. he got his loan, bought like a Porsche, yeah, went bought bottles. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like he he ran through that check real quick. So yeah. you already know his business. And then I think they came out. It was a post on Facebook. I didn't read it in, in, in its entirety because I knew I wasn't getting a check. <laughs> right, that shit wasn't. I want to hear about good, bad, or indifferent. It ain't got my name on one of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you feel about it, Napoleon? Uh nah, I, I feel the same way you feel about it. Like 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 how we how you said earlier, it was like what what you said, old girl said. She said like yeah, everybody be talking about their business and all this stuff, but people getting this SBA loan and they going on trips today. They they flossing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like we need to see some growth next year because at the same time, like it's it's most majority of everybody I know is black. So for for me to reference somebody getting this loan is somebody black, and we've always like oh the guy I was talking about wasn't black. Oh well, everybody I know that got it is black, but we always talk about how hard it is in the black community to get like loans and grants and things when you have a business or when you're trying to start up a business. But it's like all right, if we get it now, like nigga, is you <laughs> is you gonna nigga the, the right? What is you doing? Right? Uh, <laughs> is you gonna? Cause that's the complaint. I mean, it still can be on the table because they deny my black ass. But <laughs> you know, and this ain't about me. You know, but I, I'd hope that we see these these people make some some really some wise and good investments into their business. Yeah. Yes. Right. But most often than not, man, like I, I like I said earlier, I think this shit might be a setup for the new type of slavery for the people who take the SBA loan and then like. Two years down the line, I'm like, oh, if you took this SBA loan and you didn't pay it back, now you have to do this volunteer government assistance, and not necessarily <laughs> that the government is assisting you. You got to assist us, and it's mm-hmm. you got to build these houses and, and till these fields. And it, yeah, I mean, because what I don't want to see happen: these people, somebody get a hundred twenty thousand dollars SBA loan, don't put in their business, yeah, and then now you got this mortgage payment with no house. 
<laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That's why I don't want to. I, I ain't gonna lie to you because I mean it takes it takes uh, financial maturity to handle that amount of money, like to to just get a lump sum of money out of the air. It takes it takes financial uh, maturity because I ain't gonna lie to you because my first thought when I thought about the money was like, bro, I'm gonna get this. Uh, I'm about to get this new whip. That <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm about to kill him. <laughs> I was like, man, I've been wanting to get one of the uh, Can-Am spiders, man. I can afford that shit cash for this. <laughs> but then, you know, that's the immature part of me. And then the mature part was like, but I could just actually invest in the business and then be able to buy that shit next year and you know what I'm saying? Not buy and still have the business at the same time. Cause that's, that's the most important thing. Like you said, you can, you'll have a mortgage loan and ain't got a fucking house. Like you just shit out of luck. And that's, I think that's more of the, the trap that they trying to set you in. Mm -hmm. Right. Because once you, once you get to that point, you desperate as shit. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to probably roll around a whole nother set of loans with some harsh-ass terms that you got to take then. You know what I'm saying? So, like, next year, a couple years later, oh, we got this new SBA loan, but the interest rate, 20%. 20%. It's like it's like a credit card interest rate, twenty eight percent, right? And if your ass a hundred thousand in the hole, and they want to give you this two hundred thousand at twenty eight percent, shit, they done covered the hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? That they took that they gave you the first time in this second loan. It's real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I also think it's part of like the American system. Like it's is you know the, they say the flame flicker the, flicker the most before it go out. Like. America might be out of options, and they just like, you know what? We just gonna throw money to everybody, and hopefully somebody out there got a great idea that can uh make the country country run. That could be true too. Or when someone does has a great idea to make the country run, they could investigate him and try to come up on uh put him up on criminal charges. Yeah, oh, man. Speaking, speaking speaking on that, speak on that, speak on that. So I'm talking about my Morehouse brethren, the man that made me so proud. Yes, sir. CEO Robert Smith. Paid off all the, you know, Morehouse always on the news for something. You know what I'm saying? Morehouse can do any and everything, and they're going to make the news. When they canceled the football season, they made the news, and everyone else followed behind them. Robert Smith, if y'all don't know, paid off all the student loans and the Parent PLUS loans for the graduates of class. Oh, so he did come back and do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, was, he found a way. Find, like, like Clark Atlanta say, find a way to make one. He found a way to do the Parent PLUS loans, too. Took care, all, took care of all the loans for the class of 2019. And um, what was it, 2018? I can't remember. Whatever. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he did it. It was last year. So 2019, class of 2019. And now the government's saying, hey, he he uh, didn't file taxes on $200 million that he has an offshore account. So now they're trying to come up on uh, tax evasion charges on him. That shit is crazy, bro. As fuck. Cause it, it, well, it, is it crazy or is it is it like the what we know is gonna happen? We saw it. We knew. We should have seen it coming. Well, I, you, I them niggas won't them. give. They won't give us a fucking whole year to celebrate. Uh, <laughs> they won't even give us a whole year to bask in in black excellence before they find a way to be like, all right, this nigga's not excellent. You know right. what I'm saying? They they got they won't give us these motherfuckers with this border wall shit. They probably been doing this shit since fucking Trump was running because you 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 heard about that right? Like oh yeah, the the, the Steve Bannon the, who, 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 who took money from his own people that was like let's donate to build a wall and he just uh, what do you call that when you take money out of embezzled? Yeah, he yeah. embezzled the shit out of that money. He they probably knew his ass been embezzling since the first year, but they gave him four years to to fucking. You know what I'm saying? Live his embezzled life and yeah. distribute the money to wherever the fuck he wanted to distribute it to. But it, this ain't about him. But I'm just saying, like, them, they couldn't give us a whole year to just be like, to keep this man up in this highlight. As oh, he's still in the highlight of my life. He is. Yeah, he, me too. He is. He Why you playing? Charges, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should. But yeah. no, nah, like, I think, I think, Twan, you said it earlier. Like, it's when you do something like that, you don't want to come out and be, I they you know it's all it's about a way of keeping the black man humble because yeah, you can't yeah. come out and be for reparations, 
paying off people's t- tuitions and then actually be successful in business. Like, nah, America's gonna find a way to say yeah. you're fucking up. Oh, you forgot the the key caveat that you can't do that, 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 and you can't be black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. hey, which is it's crazy because I mean, this is a weird side note, but if you see my Instagram, I posted the little picture of me with my fresh haircut on that. <laughs> I know y'all like, why is this nigga talking America about his hair? came after you for that? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm tying it all. Well, damn, that's rushing it, but. It's a. It talk about King. If you listen to the words of it, it talks about how like uh, Michael Jordan gives back to the community, like LeBron James does. But you don't hear about Michael Jordan because like everybody. If you if you, a lot of times we talk about Michael Jordan and the community. And be oh, like, you said you were talking about King. What's King? It's it's. Uh, it's a part of the song called 10 Points on Nas' new album. Oh, but that's man. I was trying not to mention that nah, specifically. We, it don't matter. We, nah, we, we, we going there. We go there. We going. Okay. So since we since we okay with moving on, Nas dropped a new album. We ain't got to move all the way on. We can just, you know, we're going to introduce all the topics at once. Let's okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in the song, they talked about, he talked about how, like, Jordan gives back to the community, but in that period of time, like when Jordan was like still in the limelight, they didn't show, they don't advertise black people doing a lot of shit for the community. So like, uh, I I feel like a lot of people are afraid to do it on a public street because like what um, happened to Robert Smith, like when you start get when you get famous for giving out to people, I think LeBron James just he he came up in a time where he knew how to do that as well as keep his shit clean. You know what I'm saying? Like to keep his closet clean. Cause you can't really like, you can't really attack somebody who closet clean. Yeah. Right. I call it, I call it the Frank Lucas effect. And you know, when Frank Lucas is making all that money, but the day he stepped out and go to a boxing match with that chinchilla. Yeah. That's what brought the attention to him. Doesn't it? And that's exactly what happened. He, he, to take it backwards Robert Smith Paid off the loans Now they It sounded like they did A whole year investigation Right And 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 the right I think the righteous thing Is that Why the fuck Even invest somebody Like this dude Just paid off Student loans So that mean The government Got that money Oh yeah, yeah So right. like why not even because Why not even They're be not like, getting The interest And the late fees From that money Right That too And yeah. then I say Something else Like with Trump I mean What whether you love him, hate him, and all that stuff, I know most of our listeners don't give a fuck about Trump. But even then, I don't think I think he's the only person during Trump's administration to get investigated for like tax evasion, laundering, and all that good stuff. Because we know what Trump be doing. So it's like for them to investigate a black black man. I'm not saying it's America, but it sounds about white. Yeah, and yeah. Jeff Bezos just article just came or didn't just come out, but they said that he's gonna be he's projected to be the first trillionaire by twenty twenty six. And it's a well known fact that him nor Amazon pay taxes. Right. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Bernie Sanders for letting us know that. And that's <laughs> right. how I found out. Well we ain't gonna uh, this one. nigga Trump still ain't dropped his W twos as we we almost threw his his first Four years and he still ain't dropped them. He don't know what a W and a two is. Like, I thought George W out of office. They didn't want me to drop him. You know. Yeah, but them them motherfuckers they can get away with that shit. But like, I think I think you know that's a part of again why a lot of black wealthy people don't want to be in the news about the good shit that they do for the community, and it stifles what they can do because because he also talked about reparations, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And how that was probably the nail in the coffin. Yeah, that's probably yeah. It's like all right, nigga. Speaking speaking of nail in the coffin, I know we didn't talk about this, but I did some research on it, and I just learned this this week. So Johnny Cochran, we all know Johnny Cochran. Yes, yes. Y'all know that he was bringing together a super group of lawyers to sue the U.S. government for reparations. I have heard of that. And you know, like like a month later, that's when he mysteriously died. Yeah, and then that's that's a that's a sad thing about our our country and like our media because even now with internet, like you can get you can get that type of knowledge, mm-hmm. but like it's also built into our kind of like consumption of media to like call that shit a conspiracy when it can be one hundred percent true. It could be like right. just like even if you fucking 
Talk about fucking Epstein. This motherfucker, <laughs> like, right. oh, he hung himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he like, definitely did hang himself. <laughs> like, but it's built into our consumption of media to be like, you know, we're gonna accept the fact that this motherfucker died mysteriously, like right before some shit leaked or some shit really hit the fan about the country or like the most powerful men in the country. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Yeah. And then I, I do want to say something else. I mean. With Epstein, it's it's everybody was on the plane. A lot of people was on the plane and all that good stuff. But the one person I do want to highlight is that never gets flat and nothing ever sticks to him is Bill Clinton. Like Bill Clinton, he got Monica Lewinsky. He was on <laughs> Epstein. Like he 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 got uh what do you got like the whole history of 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 questionable stuff. Oh yeah. Like why he ain't getting that R. Kelly treatment? Yeah, because we. As a country, like, cause he ain't got no album out. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, he, he dropped that sax album. Yet? Nah, nah he, hey, I, 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 hey, that almost a double entendre, but he, hey, switch, <laughs> switch one of them letters, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in my nah, truck. cause I, I feel like with R. Kelly, like, we've, eh, I hate to be super woke, man, but that's me. If you want to call me that. Woke man, woke man. Yeah, Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) But like, like, (laughs) like we, we actually hold our, our people accountable. Like we, as black people, we've been taught to criticize and hold our legends accountable. So like, that's why we can, it can be all right to cancel fucking R. R. Kelly. Because it's like we we buy into the, well there ain't no buy into he did some fucked up shit he one hundred percent did some fucked up shit mm-hmm. and, and since we talking about the cancellation of R Kelly there was an artist that came out over a decade ago that they said was going to be the next R Kelly and I feel like his cancellation is coming Trey Songz mm-hmm. Trey Songz oh that's probably coming too but think so we oh, okay oh, that's a, that's something bad. got to be unpacked too. But like white people don't give a fuck that they people do fucked up shit. Like they, they've been doing it since right. the beginning of time. They don't. They don't. They mm-hmm. don't. They really. Who? If, uh, if you want to go black and white with it, let's go straight up black and white. And what's on black and white paper? And what's on paper? Words. Black and white. Let's go all the way back to the word. The word of God. Who killed Jesus? <laughs> His own homeboy. White boys. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they've been, they've been, they killed Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took it way back, but yeah. but like they don't, they it's built into their their culture to to do like some fucked up shit, like and and it be acceptable. Like that's why we, you know, in our history we've celebrated Christopher Columbus. That's why like they they know that the fucking Confederates were were like dirty ass people. You know, like right. they they wanted slaves and shit, but they still they still want to call it heritage because they don't hold themselves accountable for bullshit. Of course, like not. everything everything is for the taking for them. We actually have. I ain't trying to get our I, podcast. I, I, seen, I seen a meme, and then I want to get on to. Uh, I, well, <laughs> I seen, I seen we, didn't, we didn't get canceled after that one episode. So <laughs> we didn't get canceled for none of that. I don't even know. <laughs> no, I did see a meme. They said. Uh, Slavery ended like they want us to get over slavery, but they don't want to get over the loss of the war. So pretty much they want to keep the flag and all that stuff, but they right. want us to get over slavery. But now nah, I, I think this Trey Songz conversation, this is something we didn't talk about. Like, but I do feel like it would be something worth unpacking. I see what you For, did there. first. Uh, I see what you did there. Why you, I think I don't I, even know the girl's name. Uh, I mean, I know it's two not, white girls. What's the one chick? The famous black chick, Kiki Palmer. Like, Kiki Palmer. So, so, so I, no, no, I knew her name. I was talking about yeah. the no, two I know. white I, girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, but Kiki, I remember watching that interview with Kiki Palmer was talking about all the stuff that Trey Songz did to her, and a lot of people did call her a liar. Yeah, man. Hey, this this goes back to that whole like us. Showing up for our sisters type thing, and and it ain't real. even it ain't even really us because yeah, it's not like, us at this table. Yeah, it's it as a collective unit. Yeah, but and it's also like our fucking people we tr- trust for media because if 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 the Breakfast Club hadn't handled that shit that way, then it wouldn't have went out that way. Meaning like if if they hadn't given her resistance during the interview of her telling her truth, mm-hmm. like. When we consumed it on our level of the media, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have continued that en- right. that energy. 
And it's like I understand. Like it's it was a it was a post recently that said this is a side note. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. No, I don't want no suspense. No, what was the well, post? Well, it was just a post recently that was like um, black children that are born like under like white doctors are three times more likely to die. Right? Yes. And like, if you it, there's a there's a war against like black women right now as far as like the medical. It, it's a war against black women, period. Just, just all across yeah. the board. But even like in the medical field, like I've had, I've had friends that be like, they go to the doctor and they be like, "This is what's wrong with me," and the doctor will be like, "Nah, this is what's wrong with you." Like, like they don't know their home body. And I understand that the doctor is like educated, but they'll completely ignore side effects or things that they're experiencing. Just like in this situation, like we. We can hear uh, our sister cry out about something and ignore it because we like we we've been trained to think that like they not you know they don't know what the yeah. fuck going on and, and, like, no, and no amount of money puts you above this because Serena Williams was having complications with her pregnancy and her doctor wouldn't listen. Yeah, and right. and it's not just men uh, women either. Cause men have the same thing. A friend of mine has been hospitalized for coronavirus, got released, negative test, start throwing up blood when he got home. Damn. Went back to the hospital. One of the nurses knew him was, oh, he a DJ. He probably drink all the time. He's just an alcoholic. And he's like, yo, I'm not an alcoholic. You know, I, I do drink alcohol, but I don't abuse it. Right. Like, I don't drink during the week. I only drink, you know. On the weekend. On like, the weekend. Like you know? regular man. I'm responding to like, oh, you're an alcoholic. That's why you drunk. You know, the alcohol in your system. And the blood. And he's like, he, he said he kind of cuts all the nurses out. Finally, they brought a doctor in. Uh, a doctor that was calm and listened to him, and he was like, "Yo, this is what's going on. They trying to call me alcoholic, I'm not alcoholic." Doctor was like, "Sound like you got ulcer." Boom, he had an ulcer in his stomach. Yeah, that man. That comes back to the dehumanization of black bodies. People yeah. do not believe that we are human. Well, they believe that we're superhuman when it comes to anything <laughs> physical. <laughs> right. But when it comes to anything that has to do with intellect or 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 knowledge or anything like that, they want to think that we're subhuman. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that is that dichotomy that us as black people have to live with and you got to watch out for. And that's a conversation that you got to have with your friends and your kids and everybody around you cuz it's like, "Nah, you might not be crazy, bro. It might actually be something wrong with you. You might actually be hurt." And don't take this professional or this doctor in, in your homeboy, in our homeboy's case, uh, opinion, like, nah, or this nurse's opinion, like, no, it's something wrong with me. I know something wrong with me. I'm not, I'm not taking no for an answer. Just yeah. like um, Kiki Palmer, like, no, I know something crazy happened to me, and we got to believe her, and yeah. that's our job as uh, yeah. black men. And you know, the, the craziest part about this whole situation, when he was trying to tell these people, I am not an alcoholic, I drink Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I drink enough so I can feel good, but not enough to where I need to get a designated driver to go home. And they was like, oh, no. Anytime you have this, they try to redefine alcoholism to <laughs> To fit his case. To fit his case. And yeah. they was like, no. So, you know, you got to. And if you don't know who you are as an individual and as a person, yeah, society will redefine terms to make you fit their description. Yeah. And that's, that's something. When like, it's convenient for them. That's something that, like, is really important. For like us as people to know mm-hmm. who we are, yeah. like and really like learn who we are, because I feel like I feel like a part of that is also like when you don't know who you are and somebody else tells you something, like you you'll take whatever they offer you, like meaning like, well, they're more intellectual than I am, so you know what I'm saying. Like you'll ignore certain things. Like when you when you have a certain confidence in yourself, you'll press a button. You'll press a button regardless of what kind of pushback you get. And that's kind of what Kiki Palmer was doing. Was like, yeah, I see you niggas don't want to acknowledge what the fuck I'm saying, but I'm gonna keep saying this shit, you know. And and unfortunately, like we said, we as a culture we dropped the ball. And then when two white women said, oh, now we yeah, really yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, now we really want to cancel. You know Trey songs. And, I, I will I, not not to give him an out, but I will say, 
Trey Songs is from old Hollywood. So yeah, I yeah, do yeah, want to yeah, have yeah, a conversation yeah. about yeah, I thought about that too. Old Hollywood versus new Hollywood. Yeah. Cause like old Hollywood was like the casting couch and you gotta do what you gotta do to make it in this business. I'm not saying that's cool. It's crazy because was it his first song or his first album just gotta make it? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I ain't saying it's cool, but old Hollywood like the rules in Hollywood have changed. So now it's like maybe, maybe that's like the Last person from old Hollywood that can be canceled because I guarantee you, if we go back to the 70s and when the mob was running Vegas and Hollywood and all that good oh, stuff, yeah. it's some it's extra, extra crazy stuff. Oh, absolutely. On. Me Th- personally, I'm not gonna cancel Trey Song, but however, I would not trust him around Kiki Palmer no more, right? <laughs> or any black woman for that, for that sake, because that's how you, I mean, you might not cancel his music, but like. When when people have done predator type shit, like that's the point. Like you gotta protect your people from mm-hmm. the predators, and like black women are our responsibility as black men. They are, yeah. Like you know, and it sucks because like when you when you think about it on our level, like on our level of society, it's very hard to do that. Only thing you can do is protect you, your family, your sisters, your mama, you know, any daughters you have. But like. When it's like sons too, sons too. Yeah, but just, I'm just saying, like as far as black women goes, like it's, I think, I think we have to keep pushing the message out so that the men who still still live under the old Hollywood rules understand that it's time for you to change. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. shit is not cool no more. Yeah. I know, I know you came up under this and it felt cool and like you seen other people do it, but you don't have that right no more. You know what I'm saying? Like we just don't get down with that around here, right. you know. And so, we have to enforce that. So now that we talked about old Hollywood, I kind of want to transition a little bit into new Hollywood and um, talk about this situation with the Suns basketball team oh. and the and the young lady. That's kind of, but I mean, that's kind of old Hollywood too. Is, oh, is that though? Yeah. Is that is, is that old because, who, It was her birthday. Who is the victim here? Like, that's what, like, <laughs> right. If anything, I feel like the Phoenix Suns was the victim. Right. Really? Why? They why? just walked into know. it. I just yeah. They like. I feel like I only re, well. The reason why I feel like she's the victim is because she didn't know her self worth enough to I, know that you're not supposed to be sucking seven niggas' dicks uh, one, on your one, birthday. One, but, not, but, let's, let's, wait, but I'm can, saying can you we explain to, the situation. <laughs> so you got to tell the full story. Yeah. All right. The full story and Napoleon, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have you be my cussing homeboy, uh, and just fill in the cuss words as you deem necessary. So she's at a hotel room. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that worked it out it so worked perfect. so smooth. It <laughs> went so smooth. You know, if you was in the room, you would understand how smooth that was. Like, I'm gonna try not to laugh this time, but she's in a hotel room, but an NBA player and and seven other NBA players walk in on them, bucking. So instead of kicking them out, in fact, she said that the guy that was bucking her. <laughs> called the other guys and say, hey, we in this room, come in. They come in, see her. Fucking. And they take seats around the bed. There's seven of them. Around the beds. I'm guessing there's three on the left side. One was it two. zone? What, 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 like, you know what, what you think? What you think? What you think? Offense. I was like, I think it was a one-three-one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the dude wasn't even a player, though. Was he? Was just somebody who worked in the organization. That's right. The first yeah. dude wasn't even a player. The so first you know she, was, she was. You know, fucking. You yeah, know, she yeah. was happy when the players came in. It's like, oh, more, more, so, more penises. So yeah, so they Pause. sat around the bed and she began to perform fellatio on this NBA team roster. <laughs> <laughs> And then she told the story of how Chris Brown, I mean not Chris Brown, oh Lord, uh, nah, Trey, Song, like Trey Song's uh, pissed on her. Yeah, man. That that, but so that's new Hollywood. I feel like that's crazy. Like, it's, it's so many. It's so many thoughts. Uh, What's is this a wrong situation? I feel like they're all adults. I feel like, but that, this, this my thing. So you know, words change. Words change meaning. Like we try to give the N word a new meaning of a word. Um, ho, ho, we try to give a new mean of the word. Honorable, outgoing, educated sisters. Wop, we gave that new mean of the word. Yeah, wet ass pussy. Women are powerful. There oh, we go. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women yeah. are powerful. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, read the title next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
She said we got lit. Yeah, it was. Lit. I feel like I've been lit before in my life, and I feel like me and my homeboys we got lit. But damn, my lit or her lit, two different lits. Well, that see, this is what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think. I don't think it was legally wrong. I'm just saying, baby girl, it's your birthday. Like, if you spending <laughs> your birthday sucking seven niggas' dicks, like they you supposed to be get you supposed to re, be receiving gifts on your birthday. Well, that, maybe maybe you, she got an oil fixation. Maybe, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I can't I can't identify with that. Like, I'm. I'm I'm not spending my birthday on my knees. So this I'm I, I'm gonna have somebody on their knees on my birthday, and on their birthday I'll be on my knees. But so so, which one um um was number seven? No, not oh. even number seven. Which one of them is the nastiest? Um, the first guy because he just because he. Nah, it be, or see, the seventh guy, like the seventh guy is the nastiest because he sat there while six yes, of his homeboys and, ejaculated. Yeah, well, I don't know. The first guy, I mean, this ain't this probably was not her first rodeo. So the first guy to pop it off kind of had to, like, you know, what did you? But she cleaned up. She probably cleaned up mouth before did. She probably. Well, when I say the first, I'm talking about not the guy that was. Fucking. I'm talking about the guy that... Oh, I was talking about the guy that was fucking. Okay, so... Wait, who are you talking about? I was talking about the first guy to get to receive the, the fellatio. Oh. Okay, uh, well, who do you think is the nastiest? I think homeboy number two. <laughs> you sat the, the, the second guy to get the BJ. Like, you sat there and watched your homeboy... Bust all in this girl mouth, and you like, yeah, I'm next. <laughs> but I mean, but you know, but you know, in in porn culture, like that shit. I'm glad that, you said culture, because what my question is, rape culture. You know how they talk about rape culture and it's so bad and all this stuff. Like, is this a part of rape culture? Because she clearly went re, re retold the story, is proud of it. It was lit. She had a good time. It was her birthday. Was it like, but in, in five years, if she go back and be like, oh, this was rape. Like people would, we would. Nowadays, we would have to believe her. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, but there's, it, I mean, in this case, because she told the story first, I don't even think we gotta feel like it. Feel about the story in rape culture because she got to tell the story. You know what I'm saying? And she told it from a space that didn't seem like she was ashamed of it. Like she was not at proud all. of she, it. Yeah, she, she said, said we, we fuck all the time. But she see, that we were lit. That's why I'm saying the the victim part is again woke man, woke man. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> is that you don't know your worth enough to know. Even if you like fucking seven dudes, it's your fucking birthday. Jimmy she didn't fuck them though. And this she is, she and gave this, him head. Like she, she would have fucked if she would have fucked seven dudes. Uh, I'm not saying. It been hey, if you because she she did the yeah, first one. Dude. If it was eight dudes and it's your birthday and you want eight dudes to run through you, you are a woman. Hey, this is what hey, you want to do right. with your life. In the right. words of TDJ's, women that are loose. <laughs> <laughs> but when but. you kneel down for some for seven niggas, like when you when you like. When you lower yourself, like physically and uh, whatever else you want to call it, like <laughs> when you put yourself in that position on your birthday, like I don't know, that's not how I want to spend my birthday. Is she a porn star? I, I don't know. What is she, she a porn is. star? Uh, yeah, if she a porn star, but it makes still, sense. porn stars don't like that shit, man. They do that shit for the money, like what not. I say majority of them. Majority of them you talk to or you see an interview after that, they wasn't enjoying that shit. They was just doing it because they got paid to do that shit in that yeah, way. It becomes a job. And that, and it's like, it's like, well, that's, again, that goes back to the super woke man part. Like, the culture, like, what she grew up, grew up under probably allowed her to mentally find joy in that versus finding the... The uncomfortability about right. it, and that's why I said like that's that's why I view her as a victim, and that's why I go, that's why I say it's deeper than that. Because if you if you're willing to subject yourself like to that, just that uncomfortability, 
enough on your birthday. Like you, you, you in a whole different mindset. And the niggas is probably like, shit, we've been watching porn since we was little and we seen gangbangs everywhere. We done seen, uh, I, I done seen plenty of videos where niggas is doing that. They got, they got one woman and it's a line of niggas, you know, and then you got the one nigga that initiated shit's like, Oh, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> but that's enough from Super Woke, man. And this is why I say the players are the victim. Because what if these players have girlfriends and wives? Did she name them though? She didn't name them. She, she ain't named a name. It's no. a it's a twelve to fifteen well, it's a NBA roster only what, twelve or fifteen players. <laughs> I thought like, about that too. Ain't like, ain't like a, <laughs> I be like, baby, I wasn't, I wasn't in it. I wasn't look, look. Where were you on the that? Was them niggas? That wasn't me, baby. <laughs> but I guarantee somebody was like, um, so how much? How much for that tell-all book? You right. know, somebody. You know, oh yeah, you somebody know somebody hit oh, her. Yeah. It was like shit. And I got. And this is why I, the sons are the victims. <laughs> I get you. I get you because it's gonna come out. Oh yeah, it's going to come. The process out. of elimination. Right. You want you and Devin Booker going to a party at the hotel? <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> or the the nigga, when that book come out, he gonna. Mm-hmm. Put all their names out there Cause that's how she gonna make the most money Yeah, They ain't gonna pay her they, She ain't make shit on this podcast Not for real for real for mentioning this story But the, giving the names out is worth the money And you know what else is worth the money? What? Viacom is worth 1.5 billion dollars off the series Wilding out Yeah And Nick Cannon They fired Nick Cannon And Nick Cannon sued them What well, is in the process of suing them for the uh, for the rights of the show, or for the value one point five billion. Hey, if Nick Cannon wins anything for this, like that shit is gonna set a new president for for media. Precedence. Well, presidents, right? I just like correcting you because you always correcting me. You got me right there <laughs> <laughs> because we we in a time frame where you don't have to fucking go to Viacom no more. So yeah, when 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 Nick Cannon gets this money, any money, if he gets the the complete ownership to the name of the show, bruh, it's gonna be a fucking bidding war to get that show. Hey, that show been they in like what five hundred episodes? Like right. even fucking Emmanuel Hudson been on like twelve seasons. And you know what's crazy? The show came out when we was in college. Yeah, it came out like oh four. It came out oh five oh six. They did about three seasons, and then they took a. Uh, Hiatus. I want to say a decade hiatus before they came back out, and then came back booming even more. Like yeah. even right now, they was like doing old school versus the new school. So they had people from the old from cast. the old cast. Yeah, you and think about how many fucking black celebrities. Like, and I'm talking about not just be like he he caters to the whole list, whether you a list or z list. Yep, like. You you've had you played a part in that show. So when he owns the shit and the, the next network is like shit, we gonna get Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart was on he was on hella while now. He was a, a, a member and he was a guest. Yeah, uh, same thing with like Mikey Day. Mikey Day yep. he started off on Wild and Out. Fucking Cat Ray, Williams, D Crockett, yeah. Corey Holcomb. Yeah, all these people are going. I feel like all of these people are gonna come back around and fuck with the show again, which they all have. Yeah, like Kevin. I mean, um, Cat Williams was actually a regular on the show, mm-hmm. and then like I want to say he came back as a guest. Like, of course, he got bigger to the point where he wouldn't be a regular on that show no more. But like, even even niggas like Kevin Hart, because Kevin Hart was doing this while he was Kevin Hart. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying? not like the growing Kevin Hart, like. He was. I don't the, think Kevin Hart's going to grow anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, as far as celebrity and, and like money pockets wise, so like you know, you know what I think this is all part of. Um, Nipsey Hussle was doing a documentary on uh, Doctor Dr. Sebi. Doctor uh, Sebi. Nick Cannon pulled, picked it back up. Yeah, the trailer for that documentary came out. All of a sudden, Nick Cannon. That's a hot take. Get his show canceled. Yeah, 
And then to, to say what he said was anti-Semitic, man, that's su- that shit is such a reach. Oh, definitely a reach. Like, that shit is, like, you reached into 2025. 20, because because like, I, when I go back and listen to it, it sounds to me, I don't know if my ears are working, but he was asking questions. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, if it works out, it works out for Nick. That's a, I, I, I hope it works out for Nick. I feel like it. I don't feel like it was anti-Semitic. I don't know how they reaching. Like you said, I feel like it. It, it got to be something else going on. So that's why they wanted wanted to uh, counsel him. And then it could have just been him talking to Professor Griff. I, I don't necessarily know yeah, all of the be. man history, but they for some reason people don't like him. So, but that's the dope thing about this fucking time is like you cannot you can. You can cancel people for like sexual allegations because they deserve to be canceled for shit like that. But you cannot cancel shit for ha- people for having opinions and only speaking opinions. And Dave Chappelle was is the proof of that. Like because they tried to cancel Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is probably he done made so much fucking money off of Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. because and he still. Brad, that fucking car ride joke, <laughs> that, that was one of the greatest fucking yeah, shits put together ever. Somewhere. Like, and he can talk about, you know, transgender and his un, his lack of understanding for and it not cancel him. I feel like right now, because we, we're, especially at the time that it's happened with COVID-19, because you can tailor your media to whatever the fuck you like, he knows exactly how to to like go and move that shit to somewhere else, and it be successful. And fucking Kevin Hart is building a pro- a platform for all comedians. Yeah. So that I'm, I, they probably got something to work. That shit probably gonna show up on LOL Network. Nah, I feel it. And I do speaking about networks. I do want to talk about a network that has been doing uh some some really great things. HBO. HBO. Yeah, with Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Uh executive produced by Jordan Peele. Yeah. I think uh I don't know. I like the show. Have y'all I've y'all seen been it. you seen it? Twan, did you get a chance to watch it? I just got me a username and password for HBO, so I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> <laughs> and you the fire never mind. No. I ain't gonna throw you under the bus. Oh no, I'm the fire stick king, but sometimes <laughs> so, some things I don't want the potential to buff. You know what I'm saying? And, and if I use the app properly, it won't. Uh, yeah. I, I like the show though. Like, so if you haven't seen it, check it out. I'll give you the premise. So if you've seen Get Out, it's kind of like Get Out. If you've seen Us, it's kind of like Us. It's not directed by Jordan Peele, but it is executive produced by him. And the thing about the show is, it's like you go back to like the Green Book and yeah. the, the Temptation, yeah. uh, five, five Heartbeats, and things like that, where you in maybe like the Antebellum South. But then you mix that in with like True Blood and, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and all these supernatural things. So it's like it's pretty much the white people are inherently evil and it's the black people are kind of in like the not inherently good, but they are the protagonists. So you looking at it and it's like, damn, this is it's fucked up, but they supernaturally evil and like it's it's just the juxtaposition of the two stories that we we don't necessarily see them often, so I feel like it'll make for some great conversation. Yeah, and I I think that's I think what it does really good, and the and the brilliance behind it is like uh, white people have done some really evil shit, and they never titled it really evil, so they never really owned it being evil, like. You know, like fucking Christopher Columbus coming here and, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, all of this time he's a fucking hero and he genocide all of these people, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, not arresting Breonna Taylor or standing on somebody's neck. Right. When you get an an opportunity to show these events again, but not from – see, like, I feel like – majority of the older like movies that were about like racism and slavery was all centered around like victory in escaping those things versus actually villainizing those things meaning like when we watched 12 years of slave Ooh, that's deep. we hoped that at the end he was gonna get off the plantation but there was still motherfuckers on the plantation right a whole heap like, of motherfuckers why the fuck does the plantation exist in the 
first place. Right. Like so you you know we got to we got to see these things from the lens of like wanting it to be a, a success story for that individual or the small amount of people who do escape these these very tragic situations. Like even if you look back at Queen and Slim, like we just wanted Queen and Slim to survive. You know what I'm saying? At the end of that movie, like that would have been the glory behind it. But like the fact that he just shot them, you know, he Spoiler shot. Alert. <laughs> I, I hope you've seen it. Oh, the hell. I hope you've seen it by now. Like the yeah. fact that that whole thing started from him being the aggressor in the situation and him having a history of being the aggressor and attacking black people, you know what I'm saying? That get lost in the sauce. So again, like I feel like this show and the new way they're showing these things have a good way of showing it from them be, you being a villain a villain for choosing that that way to live out your life. To live from such hatred and shit like that. I don't want to sound like the bad guy, but I wasn't rooting for Queen of Slim. Really? You wasn't? Yeah. I, like after a while I was like, they keep making dumb decisions. Like, yeah. I can see that. Oh yeah, they they made a they made a bunch of dumb decisions, but it's like you gotta think, man. Like I wanted them to win, but I was like, yeah, this. I, I guess when you feel like the movie's about to come to an end, you're like, yeah, they're not gonna make it. Well, I mean, you gotta think, man. When you were in, we we always try to think of traumatic situations from a untraumatized mindset. You meaning like this is true when is true. when we look back at shit that happened, we'd be like, man, that I wouldn't have did it that way. Cause you uh, wasn't in yeah. the you Them wasn't could have would have asked me yeah, yeah you wasn't yeah. under the pressure of a motherfucker just like you thinking life is sweet and then that shit turning sour immediately right. and like you having to figure your way out of a sour situation that you ain't never been in before you, you gonna make for yeah you ain't you ain't fucking you not you didn't go to school for this yeah and that's what happened to a lot of people and I, I even myself I had to check myself when I when I go back and look at things that have happened in the past. Cause I'd be like, I carry a gun in my car and I'd be thinking to myself, like if anybody fucking pull up on me, I'm gonna shoot them. But shit, I don't even know. Like you don't even know when somebody is about to threaten you. You know what right. I'm saying? You don't even know when some shit is about to go sour. So you can't even apply that, that logic to it. Yeah. You know, with, 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 with love craft country, what I say is that, like you said, queen and slim, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of content being out there, and I like what you said. I like the perspective that it's coming from black creators because it provides, like you, like I just said, a different perspective. Because we ain't even thinking it, about it the same way. Like if we look at uh, Glory, that's like a, a pretty much a white story with black people in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at Queen and Slim or you look at Lovecraft Country or you look at Get Out and I like that's why they even had to make some of this stuff comical because that's the only way you can yeah, actually get it played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. you gotta say it's comedy so people can oh, so I can so I can have people watch it. Cause if I say this is a drama or this is a horror film, then it's like, oh, who's the who's the big bad evil demon devil spirit? White people. Nah, fuck that. Hell you talking right. about we ain't finna green like this. Right. And you also gotta make them appear in a a not so like you, you have to make it appear in a fantasy way, right? Like you have to make that evil look extremely evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't just make it be passive evil, evil, because then you give people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, passive evil is the true evil, though. Yeah, and that's that's the part they don't want to be called out on right. for. So you gotta say, well, in Lovecraft country it wasn't really like that people right. weren't I'm not a vampire yeah so. they weren't vampires so you know but if you be like if you just take the vampires out of it then you everything like everything else stays the same it's yeah just, yeah that's yeah. it <laughs> that's, that's the only difference that, that makes complete sense like when the get out came out and it came for the academy awards and they had it classified as a comedy i was like why is it was, like it was a funny movie, but it definitely wasn't a comedy. Right. Yeah. And the funny, the funny part was only Lil Rail, and then he was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. So, but, but so you yeah, have, that makes sense. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't, you got to spoon feed them. Yeah. The only way yeah. you can say real shit is make it funny. If you, if, if you ain't, you can either, it's, it's a quote. I don't know. You can either be funny or, or tell the truth or some shit like that. But the only way people gonna listen to you when you say some real shit is if you make them laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We've been making our audience laugh for one year. 
Yes, sir. 121 dreams. Yeah, yep. I'm at my year too, man. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, I, and we, also in addition. We are our, at our one year because you are at your one year. Yeah. yeah. There will be no My Homeboy podcast without Eric. Yeah, and that's why we—that's why we call it Eric and his homeboys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they ain't let me talk for a majority of the first season, so I had to make up for it in these last few episodes. I had to—I had to put my voice out there for I enough. Mean, we had to roll out the red carpet for you. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Uh, it's been a—it's been a year. Yeah. It's been a—it's been a year of growth, and this podcast, man, it's grown. Like I, I think, like just even. Our um, camaraderie and our like, what what is it called? Chemistry, uh, as far as speaking on the podcast, has grown a lot, and that's consistency. So it's it's camaraderie, uh, somewhat of a fraternity. If you right, will. I ain't yeah. trying to no say it to anybody. I'm not trying to claim nothing, be nothing. Now people be about them fraternities and colors and them words and all that stuff. I'm just saying, like it's a it's a it's a brotherhood, like you said. Yeah. And if you're listening, I'm sorry to shout out myself a little bit, you know, <laughs> but we is one year. So if you're listening, you still you still got an opportunity to get in here wild. The the, you can get in on the ground level. Right. It's <laughs> about to explode. Right. You can still get in before I start attack, <laughs> before I start shout hitting niggas over the head. You know this grassroots organization of 121. Right. Still on the ground level. So you can Still kidding. Get your voice heard to the public. Right. For exponential growth. Find your course. audience so <laughs> you can be a voice for the voiceless. You can get your opinion <laughs> out to yeah. everyone. And, and you can be one of the 121 dreams. Yes. Uh. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So my homeboys podcast, we made it to a whole year. Like Eric and his homeboys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Twan, how you feeling about the year? Man, this year, if you, I, I, not twenty twenty. No, 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 no. I'm I know because the year of our of our oh. of our podcast. The the I went back and listened to every episode uh, from from day one to to now. Uh, I haven't listened to the bonus episode because Napoleon got it. Uh, <laughs> There's a phantom episode And it's just me and Eric, me and Napoleon Talking Eric recording Man that's like detox bro It ain't never coming out <laughs> <laughs> Real talk though man And I went back And listened to all the other episodes And the first two episodes In my opinion Are complete trash Cause we're We're, we're like I feel like we're walking On eggshells We're like Trying to you know, okay. it's your first two days of work. You really didn't know what you was doing. Yeah. I think by by episode three, we kind of found our niche. I mean, we've definitely grown. Um, I used to do a lot more public speaking in my younger days, college, uh, after college, different conferences and stuff. And I feel like I was able to articulate myself a little better. Uh, doing this podcast is almost getting me back to that level. Yeah. Mm, like, I yeah. never used to write speeches or anything. I used to just get up there. Grab a sheet of paper just like I have something to look at. People think I was prepared. It didn't just flow from the brain. Yeah. And doing this podcast for the whole year is getting me back to that mental uh, capability because it is definitely a skill. You have to practice your public speaking. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my vocabulary is trash. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like the show. I like where the show is going. And uh, we're one year in, two seasons down. I can't wait for the next year. Next year. We're still in season two, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel the same way, and I like to know what our listeners think, man. Please like, comment somewhere on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever wherever you follow us, wherever you see us. Give us a uh, your favorite moment for at for the year of the home my homeboys yeah. podcast. Yeah, let us know yeah, what's your favorite moment, man. What's your favorite episode? And if you you in the Atlanta area, we doing a social distancing celebration. Yes, on Saturday. Give the date. Uh, the 28th? Is it the 28th? Uh, it's the 28th. It is is it the 28th? Yeah. I ain't good at math. I ain't even... Well, we ain't even oh, set I think, it, I think it's the 29th. Uh, it's Saturday. 29th. 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 Yeah, it's 29th. The 29th, because I know they Buy can't. your liquor on the 28th. Right, 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 <laughs> right. 
But yeah, we gonna have a little celebration. I guess we should set a time. <laughs> yeah, we'll set the time. We'll I mean, set. We gonna. They can interact with us on our, our, on social media platforms. If you yeah, wanna, it'll be know. on the Instagram. It'll be on the one hundred twenty one dreamers page. We'll put and, on our page. Yeah, and pretty fly for a fat guy underscore. And then yeah. we'll you have you gonna try to get all your all your podcasts right or just anybody who can come. Yeah, anybody anybody who can come. It's okay. it, I, I'm actually you know I ain't gonna. T- we're going to talk about it. We're going to post up through the week. Okay, Man, cool. shout out to, to Eric. He has several podcasts underneath his umbrella. I do. Uh, my favorite podcast that you produce is uh, my homeboy's podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't tell my favorite because I love them all. Hey, I, hey, and that's very political of you to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Final thoughts. Let's, uh, let's go from... Uh, Order of importance, uh, so I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just playing, man. Go ahead, Eric. Give us your final thoughts, man. Uh, we didn't get to talk about it, but that Nas album is fire. Yeah. So um, Every track I heard so far is dope. If you ain't heard it yet, check that shit out. It's fire. Yeah. I'll say, I, I, I say uh, my favorite, favorite, well, I ain't going to say favorite track, but favorite personal track. Uh, full circle. That yeah. that it sounds like it's the '90s, but it's like 2020. It ride got they like, went in on that. Yeah, full it's circle. the firm. If you know anything about Nas and old school rap, boom bap, hip hop, bro, they got you know, Foxy songs. Brown on that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I so, haven't made it to that one. I like the one with Hit Boy though. Yeah. And he got yeah. a couple tracks on there. He got, yeah, uh, he got Ultra Black. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that one. I felt I felt like a king driving. Yeah. Well. Mine is 10 points. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen it already. But, <laughs> yeah, we already know. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to um, Big Grams and, yeah. and Andrew who yeah, couldn't, Andrewski. yeah, who couldn't make it tonight for the the one year anniversary episode, but they still here in spirit. We'll let them do their uh, their, their, their memorable moments or whatever, uh, online, yeah, uh, JJ, man. Uh, nah, like I said, full circle. I was gonna kind of end with the nice thing too. Full circle. You gotta listen. listen Great to minds it, think it alike, out, man. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. It's, well, I'm gonna change it up then, man. Uh, my hearts and prayers and thoughts. Oh yeah. Go to, and I'm not even going where you think you're going. Okay. I'm going with Kobe Bean Bryant, man. Today is his oh yeah, forty second birthday, man. So uh, yeah, it's it's tough watching the NBA playoffs knowing that Kobe is not with us anymore, but. Yeah. yeah. Shouts out, to, uh, thoughts and prayers with his family, man. Thoughts and prayers with anybody going through uh, any type of COVID situation, directly or indirectly, man. But on a positive note, man, this is my homeboy, Napoleon. Yes, sir. And this is my homeboy, Eric. And this is my homeboy, Twan. And we out. And we out. out.